Hey, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight series. What up, Council? Happy New Year. It's 2022. We're in it. Oh my god, it is. You know, uh, COVID's back. We're hanging out inside. What's changed? Fuck yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Third calendar year of COVID. Uh, so that's... Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that because now I'm just sad. Please, but I've already no. said it. So, woohoo. I can't, I can't do another COVID birthday. I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. Bro. <laughs> I swear to God, if I have to do another COVID birthday, I'm going to not live to see that year. <laughs> I am going to, how you say, unalive myself. Yes. I got boosted last week on Friday. That was mm. fun. I'm triple pfizer now. So That's so crazy. Yeah. I feel like I got boosted so long ago. Yeah, I feel like, like you did. When did you? I really did. Because like no, I got then. boosted November yeah. 21st. Yeah, they weren't available to us until December 18th, and then I left my city for two weeks, and so I got an appointment for when I came back. I mean, like, to be fair, like, I feel like it feels to me like it's been a lot longer than it has, just because, like, the last two months have felt like the longest things Mm. in the world. I don't know why. But yeah, I did, I also, I did get it, like, two months ago now, or something like that. Yeah. Almost two months ago. Just about. Um, so yeah. I'm ready to get my next one. When can I? <laughs> Let me in. Give me another. <laughs> Fill me up with that good, good juice. Mm. Anti-COVID juice. Yum, yum. Delicious. Take a fucking sip, Deliscus. Uh, Hey, all you goobers out there listening, get boosted. Get vaccinated. Um, yeah, goobers. Yeah, all you goofy goobers. While we're on the train of super equally important stuff subscribe to our patreon <laughs> yeah yeah that's equally important um, after as you're in line to get boosted which by the way like a lot of places i mean in cities yes there's gonna be lines but like a lot of rural places there really aren't lines you can go to your local rite aid go to vaccines.gov it'll like in the u.s at least you can get like really really quick pretty like just like the next day appointments um at least in the U.S., at least where I am, might be a little bit difficult, more difficult where you are, but, like, it's really quick. Anyway, if you happen to be in line, uh, go check out our Patreon. Yeah. It is linked in the episode description. It's on our Twitter, which is at UnbiddenPod. Um, go check us out. Go do it. We're cute. Uh-huh. And I, I have a cat. And She M has loves cat. Twilight. My cat loves Twilight. Yes. My cat's favorite character is Alice because she has taste. That's really great. Um, and she doesn't like any of the werewolves because she's a cat, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense. They have a history. <laughs> they have a history. I get it because cats. Oh, cringe, cringe. Yeah, we're back, baby. <laughs> we took a we took a holiday break, and now I'm back and ready to be worse than ever. Absolutely. Speaking of Minecraft, uh, that's what I've been doing for the last month. <laughs> Dude, as you should. I like that. So. I started up a new realm for a bunch of our friends with 1.18, the new whatever, and we've been doing a lot of that. But, like, 
I have been super fixated on playing The Sims 3 because yeah. I got this bundle <laughs> that was like $70 for the entire Sims 3 collection. And it's such a better game than The Sims 4. Uh-huh. It's like laughable. It's crazy. Other than load time, it is literally a better the game. ideal. It's such a good mm. game. Oh, man. I wish I'd bought it next time. That was a really, really good sale. Yeah. Uh, Dude, it I'm was glad like, I bought it because I've spent so much time in that game just since, yeah. like, I got it, like, late December, too. Like, I got it, I think I got it after Christmas. You definitely got it after Christmas. And it is January 12th, and I've definitely spent, like, multiple days, uh, like, I think every day I look at Discord or, like, a little Steam notification pops up on my computer, and it's like, Cam, playing The Sims 3, and I'm like, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. I really am playing The Sims 3. Also, like... Uh, one thing about this is that it has, like, this weird thing where it doesn't, like, close the game. I have to, like, force close it by, like, starting, like, restarting my computer. Which, it'll close, but, like, I can't, it doesn't show that I'm not playing anymore, if that makes sense. And, like, if I try to shut it down, it'd be like, it can't shut this down because this application is running and you have to click, like, shut down anyway. Oh, that's so weird. It is weird. I have no idea how to fix that. If you know how to fix that, let me know and I probably won't do it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Anyway, Twilight? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we read this book, huh? Oh, hello. While we were away on our holiday break, we did the New Moon drinking game. Oh, my God, we did. Uh, M, oh, my God. (laughs) M, oh. Oh, M. I really paced myself with this one. I honestly didn't get as drunk as I kind of wanted to, to be honest, in this this game. But I think I was, like, pacing myself a little bit too much. Uh Uh-huh. But... M was with Liv, and they were together, and M was doing great. M's doing, having a great time. Yes. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, a lot of silence over there. We're like, what's going on? And Liv's like, oh, um, M is just face down on the ground right now, so I'm figuring that out. <laughs> um, and Liv sends me these pictures of M, like, planking yeah. on the ground, like, kids used to do in, like, fucking 2014, mm-hmm. and she's just laying there. Um, and it was hilarious, because she did that for, like, 15 minutes, and then rallied. She was like, yeah. okay, I'm back up again. She, like, Liv gave her a pillow. Uh-huh. She had her little head on her little I pillow. Did. It was really comfy. It was, it looked, it looked very comfy. You know, it's like that kind of thing, you get just slightly too drunk, and you need to lay down for a second, yeah. and then you can rally. I get that. Yeah, that's all that That happened. happens to me pretty often. Like... It was extremely hilarious, but also, like, good for you for being like, I need to take a second, and then I'll be back. I need a self-care moment with the floor. So true, Well, what had happened was that um, I – so these drinking game rules were from me ages ago Googling Twilight drinking game, New Moon drinking game, and just, like, copy and pasting some stuff into a Google Doc to share with people. And – one of them, which I knew was going to be a bad idea the second I wrote it down, I was like, fuck it, I'm still going to do it, was to waterfall <laughs> your drink the whole time that, like, uh, October, November, December montage of depression is happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I just, I did that. And then, like, you know, it sunk in. I dealt with that. I took some more drinks. And then I just went, I can't exist anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. had a little floor time. 
Yeah, I think that's probably why. I don't think anyone else was as serious about the waterfalling as you were. <laughs> like, everyone was kind of, like, talking through it. And I remember, like, at least three times Dan was like, it's still going? <laughs> and Brittany was like, keep drinking. <laughs> so, like, uh, I think everyone was – and I was, like, kind of laughing at that. And also, you know, I was, like, trying to pace myself so I didn't go super – I think you went the hardest. Yeah. Which is why you ended up with some some sweet little floor time yeah, yeah. for a bit. As you should, TBH. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was anyway, really we fun. played that game. Yeah, I liked it. I don't think it. anyone vomited this time. No, nobody vomited. Um, that was really good. I know. I know some people tapped out. Like, yes, some people like halfway through were like, "I, I cut myself off. I'm done." Someone, someone literally just muted themselves, and we didn't see them again the entire oh, yeah. time. And it was so funny because I like pinged them a couple of times. This is a person who I had never met before. Right. Them for the first time. We got along super well. Um, that being said, they like muted themselves and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I like pinged them and they didn't respond. And then the next day they were like, yeah, I definitely like died. <laughs> oh, which is so funny. Which is like, it just goes to show, obviously they weren't there for the Twilight Green drinking game drinking game yeah drinking 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 game (laughs) um because everybody who was like pacing themselves and like worried about it like had been to the twilight one and previously been like oh shit we got fucking wrecked last time (laughs) yeah we 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 all like uh unnamed member threw up (laughs) um dan got like ridiculously lit before the sun was even down like in seattle what a champion so what a what a king king shit right there yeah um, um, so yeah, everybody came like, okay, I know how it's going to go down. Let's chill. So my prediction is that when we do the eclipse one eventually, people will be like, well, I didn't get that drunk the last time, so I can go hard again. <laughs> oh my God, I agree. We're all going to die. Ah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, we should talk about the Let's the talk about eclipse, though. eh? It's been, a, it's been a sec since we've talked about uh, these silly little books. Um, I just want to point out, like right off the bat in chapter three... We don't even go to Jacksonville. Yo, hey yo, I almost texted you about this. So I was so fucking pissed. I was like, my giant prediction from the last book that didn't come through. And then the end of last episode, I was like, fuck yeah, finally we're gonna do it. My redemption arc. Ah. And then I'm like on the second on like the second uh or third sentence. Like, and they're going, like, after the long flight, chasing the sun westward. And, like, the forest gave way to the first building signaling we were nearly home. I was like, no! (laughs) (laughs) They just skipped over the whole thing. Fucked up. And they have, like, one flashback conversation between Renee and Bella, which I appreciate. But I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Yep. What the fuck, Richard? (laughs) I think it's so funny. It is funny. I'm I'm gloriously wrong all the time, and it's fun. <laughs> it's sort of interesting to me because so often we're like, "How come this stuff wasn't cut? How come this wasn't cut?" And then something's finally cut, and we're like, "No! <laughs> How dare yeah, you?" Yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't want like a million chapters no. of this. But like, it's just weird that the the. Again, I think this just shows <laughs> Stephanie Meyer not being a good writer, uh, where these tickets are brought up the beginning of the last book, and then they're like kind of like worded over for so long, mm-hmm. and then it ends up just being like basically an excuse yes. uh, to get her out, and it's completely glossed over. Yeah. But yeah, let's the conversation that Bella 
thinks back to as if she was just there. <laughs> yep. Um, basically, okay, Renee is like, oh, your relationship's so weird. You're so intense with each other. What's up with that? And she thinks that there's a secret she's missing and that she's yeah, really intuitive. And Edward says her mind is childlike. And then Bella, like, completely gets rid of all her mother's fears by being like, oh, mom, you've just been reading a lot of sci-fi. Silly you. And then her mom's like, I "I am silly. I'm not seeing anything. So weird. Um, yeah. She's, like, gaslighting her mom. And she's having, like, really good mom instincts is what she's having right here. Yeah. Um, because, you know, she... Obvi- like Bella was saying they were like purposefully trying to like be chill so it wouldn't be like super yeah. obvious but yeah. still Renee picks up on that and um also hilariously Bella is like oh god I was worried she's gonna give me the same responsibility talk that Charlie had oh, given yeah. me which like I understand was like meant to be like the response but I was thinking about the sex talk and so when Bella said that I'd been the one giving her that lecture time and time again in the last 10 years. I was like, huh? Eight-year-old Bella being like, now, Renee, use a condom. Make sure to use protection, Mom. I don't want like, a step-sibling. I don't want a half-sibling. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I get that in reality, it's like her being like, be careful who you, like, marry. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. But uh, when I first no, heard I've, that, I was I like, fully was like, wait. Me? the sex talk like what (laughs) but i do find it sort of i don't know it feels weird that like bella uses the fact that her mom is often very like sort of flight of fancy whatever to just be like oh mom you're just reading sci-fi too much there's nothing to worry about in your silly little head and then her mom just goes you're right i'm a bimbo (laughs) (laughs) which like hey nothing wrong with being a bimbo but yeah, I mean, Bella does say like it pained her to see how quickly yeah. Renee caved into her trivializing, which shows that like it's clearly a uh, recurring thing in Renee's yeah. life where her concerns are usually kind of brushed off as like her being, you know, uh, childish, looking into and it too much, and, or yeah. yeah, or even like honestly, I could, I definitely read it as like being anxious. Sure. Like, I think she's a really anxious character. That makes sense to me as like as I'm reading this. Mm. Um, and she's really looking out for Bella. And so Bella, like, the sort of idea of, like, trivializing someone's concern uh, really, to me, reads in, like, to an anxiety mm. sort of thing. Especially, like, when the person's kind of right sometimes. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, Renee's one million percent spot yes. on. Um and Belle's like, oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's this, like, line that gets towed between, like, perception, being perceptive and, like, being anxious and overthinking yeah. everything. Where I think, I mean, I struggle with this and I think a lot of people also do. Where it's, like, you know, you'll be anxious about something. And people will just be like, oh, it's not it. But then the one time it isn't, you're like, ha ha! Uh-huh. I've been it right all, all along. Off. Um, so, I don't know. It, it's sort of reminiscent of that, at least to me. Like, I know I'm... Again, I'm a person with anxiety. I'm probably reading into this too sure. much, but it's also a book. Yeah, I think I'm it's a book. You're entitled to read reading. into things however you might relate to them. So Yeah, so I think I think Renee is probably I think she's like an anxious person. Uh, and who is used to having those 
and perhaps like you know and like uh, and an anxious person being like anxiety is sometimes and often wrong and like you know too heightened so like it makes sense for people to be like no it's not that yeah but i think a lot of people will and especially like i think for me at least like even when people are just being like, no, it's okay, it feels like I'm being trivialized. It feels like my concerns are being trivialized because I feel them so real. Yeah. And other people are like, oh, ha, 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 you're so silly. Of course not. <laughs> um, and that really, like, kind of, like, rung, struck a chord with me here. Sure. Um, just – I've also been, like, uh, peek behind the curtain. I've been having a super anxious day. So, like, maybe it's all topical right now. Um, <laughs> so, like, maybe that's why I'm reading it into it so much. But, like, the whole, like, concern to, like, saying, oh, it's nothing, and it almost feels sort of trivialized, yeah. but she accepts it. Yeah. It just it just reads as someone who's, like, lived with anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, my, that's my two cents there. <laughs> Thanks for your two cents. Take that to the bank. Hey, it's only two cents. It's literally fucking nothing. But <laughs> mm, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, so they do get home, uh, and Charlie is like, oh my god, I missed your cooking so much because I don't know how Bro. to cook for myself for even, like, two this nights. This man is, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, classic dad making up for, like, the previous anger by being overly nice and, like, yeah. trying really hard. Because, yeah. like, the last time we saw him, he was, like, blowing up. Oh my god, Because Edward suggested they go. And then they come back, and Charlie makes this, like, super awkward, like, I'm glad you had fun, Edward, like, <laughs> moment. And even Bella's, like, impressive, because uh-huh. she can tell that he's, like, trying trying so hard yeah. in, like, a very fake way. Um, yeah. Dad moment. I love is you, what Charlie. I'll say there. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you you dumb idiot. Love you. You himbo. Um, so we learned Jacob has been calling literally every five minutes and uh the phone rings again as we're finding this out and Bella's like, Oh, hi Jacob and he's like, Why didn't you call me? And she's like, I what I just got here and I just found out that you were calling. What's up? And the only thing yeah. he wants to know is if she's going to school and then he's like, Okay anyway, I miss you bye and she's like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Okay, like, so I don't, <laughs> I think it's pretty clear that on this podcast, neither of us are team any of these men. No. Um, but, like, there's this paragraph after Jacob says, you're back, where Bella has this, like, wave of, like, almost, like, homesickness and nostalgia for uh, the time they spent together, like, uh-huh. in the few months when, uh, you know, she was going through it. Yep. Um, and it's just, like... And it's, it's very, like, aesthetically pleasing, this paragraph. And it's talking about, like, memories and, and visions that are tangling together of a rocky beach and the garage made of plastic sheds, warm sodas, and a tiny room with a too small love, love seat. Aww. And it's, like, it just makes me go, like, God damn it. Imagine like, why did he have to become had. a werewolf? Yeah. Yeah. And why did Edward have to come back? Like, ugh. Because, like, in another universe, they are so perfect together. There's, like, this sort of... Because... How do I say this? Because the trajectory of these books kind of just, you know, it's set in stone. It sucks. We know it's going to happen, really. Um, Yeah. But it sort of uh, takes away from, like, what is actually sort of a beautiful tragedy of Bella and Jacob, which 
is not sort of elaborated on in like a really good way like that paragraph is a good example of like oh man like what could have been but yeah we spent so much of the time in Bella's head of her just being like poor Jacob he's sad so I feel sad and then the rest of the time it's just Edward 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 and it's just like yeah you don't get time to really sit in that um tragedy um as much as it also and the, and the other thing you all you the other stuff you get is just like this sprinkling in of only seeing this one side of Jacob, yeah. which is his like very much his like putting up a wall, yeah, a very like toxic masculine aggressive Ooh. wall, sarcastic, like bad boy energy he's going <laughs> on with, which like kind of hot to be fair, but also kind of not, kind of gross. Like some of it's hot, a lot of it is gross. Yeah. Like. The bad boy energy hot, the toxic masculinity gross is what I'm separating yes. here. Um, and it sucks because, like, we know that there's implications that he has, like, these deeper emotions about it and that he's sad, but we never see that, I think, because he never allows us to see it. But it just it, – that's the sort of thing that, like, you know, that kind of sucks sometimes when yeah. it's being a first-person narrator. Uh, you can't get out of Bella's head to sort of be like – What's, What's going, going on, on with over Jacob yeah. underneath the this really toxic exterior? Um, like, what's he hiding? Yeah, that's making him project like this. So again, like, yeah, I think that's that's missing out on that, especially because also like Bella wants to explore this more, and Edward literally won't fucking let her go to La Push. <laughs> it pisses me what off. What a great guy. Um, yeah. so oh, God. They have this phone call, and Bella's like, that was so weird. Like, I don't understand. The only question he actually really seemed to ask me is if I was going to school. Why wouldn't I be going to school? And then this fucking girl fucking drops the frozen beef because she comes to a realization. Can she stop, I I can't stand this. I'm furious. (laughs) Like, this... You pointed it out in the last chapter, Uh and I completely agree, and I'm noticing it more and more now. This bitch does not stop fucking dropping things. As soon as she comes to a quote-unquote shocking realization, she freezes, drops whatever she's holding, and goes, epiphany. (laughs) Like, she's having, like, a that's-so-raven moment. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Like, this big epiphany is... Oh my god, Jacob thought that I was getting turned into a vampire. And it's like, why is this enough to make you, like, freeze your, like, entire body? Like, this isn't a dramatic reveal. This is, oh, it was a misunderstanding. I understand why he thought that. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not even dramatic. It's it's weird. It's really not dramatic. And I think that Bella shouldn't be allowed to hold anything. (laughs) Or if she is, she needs to have, like a little net underneath her uh-huh. like i'm thinking like um when like the firefighters bring out the oh. net that the people jump into but like a mini version for anything she might be carrying that she'll drop when she realizes she forgot her keys at home or like you know like babies when they have the little pacifier and it's like clipped oh to God. their shirt <laughs> just like have she just those is- She's just out here clipping, like, frozen ground beef to her shirt. Uh (laughs) As she should be. New fashion statement. Bella's changing the world of fashion, as we know. Oh, my God. Lady Gaga meat dress? Lady Gaga! Yes! (laughs) She's just taking after the Lady Gaga. God. I'm still pissed off about this fucking ground beef. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, every time I look at my notes, I just see that there, and I'm like, fuck this fucking writing. It's so bad. It's just simply also, horrid. I should point out, she doesn't actually fully drop it, because Edward catches it for her. So he's, like, her personal he is. pacifier. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's why they're together. Oh, it all makes sense now. It's all coming together. Oh, my God. The dots, I'm connecting them. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, yeah, basically, she's like, shit, we'll have to leave, and we won't ever be able to come back to Forks after I turn, because it'll break the treaty or whatever. Yeah. Bite, not kill. <laughs> so true. As she repeats. Um, fucking annoying yeah uh, <laughs> so then it goes to the next day they're going to school surprise they're surprise they're having a fun time edward's like bella stay in the car and she's like fuck no <laughs> she's there. learning though she is because he says if i asked you to do something would you trust me and she goes that depends uh-huh um and she's so fucking smart <laughs> like she's still super dependent on and way too trusting yes. of him but like like, I can't believe Edward would ask that of her after what he did in the last book. Like, that's such a... Even if even though, like, what he's thinking is such, like, a small thing to him, like, it's just staying in the car. I like, know. if you just don't say what you're going to do, and then you're like, hey, girlfriend, I left without a fucking trace for four months. Can you just trust me on this? She's like, absolutely the fuck not. Also, as also, she shouldn't. fucking, this is the chapter where we find out yeah, of course we fucking knew what he lied to her about. Yeah! Again! Continues to lie. Yeah, and the reason that he wants her to stay is in the car isn't even just to protect her or to, like, even to keep her away from Jacob. Uh-uh. It's that she doesn't have to fucking find out what happened. Yep. Yep. Unhinged. I hate him. Anyway. I hate this. <laughs> I also hate this man. <laughs> Glad we all agree here. Uh, fuck this guy. Um, I have a point of clarification here stephanie meyer writes uh all six foot seven of jacob i also wrote this and um we know he's eight feet tall we know (laughs) don't try and hide it (laughs) yeah stop lying to us steph we did the math (laughs) i measured the diagonal of a bed Just one of the unhinged things we've done for this podcast. Just one. One of many. Oh, I have another point of weirdness. Just random things before we get into more of the plot stuff. Um, Bella makes a comment how she sees Tyler, like, sort of in the crowd of students. And he nudges someone named Austin Marks. Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is Austin? Why are you introducing character names now? Who is yeah, he? it seems, like, he definitely has not been mentioned no, before. No, no, he has not. It seems like they wanted Tyler to have another friend, because Tyler isn't really friends with Mike and Ben no. in that whole group. Like, he's much more, I would say, like, the cooler kids. I, yeah. Uh, at least in my opinion, that's what it seems like. Um, and, of course, they still, like, talk sometimes, but he's not, like, generally in that friend no, group. So no. I think they were just, she was just like... He needs a friend. Let's give some random guy in here. But, like, fucking Austin Marks, who the fuck are you, bro? It's very weird because, on one hand, it would be weird for Bella to not name them because it's a small school, so she probably knows everybody by name at this point. But it's also weird to just use it to randomly name drop a character we've never met before in book three, who's unimportant. Yeah, and and who... Yeah. 
Exactly. And who will not be coming back? I will, like, (laughs) bet my life on. A spoiler alert, he's actually the big bad in the fourth book. Oh, shit. And this is just, like, a little hint towards it. Cam just blew Um, this case wide open. I'm so fucking smart, bro. Um, But, yeah. Uh, I don't get that either. But it's really funny that everyone's like, ooh, they're going to (laughs) fight. It is very funny. I like it. And then it's hilarious that they all have this... They, the two of them have this, like, big argument, and supposedly no one hears. Well, yeah, Edward's speaking super quietly, and I don't know, I don't think Jacob has the kind of control to, like, keep his voice down, you know? Mm-hmm. Supposedly no one hears him be like, your your big brother crossed the, the, the line. He crossed it. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Emmett crossed the territory I... line. Paul got mad. Yeah, like... It's also, I think, weird that all the bystanders don't, like, naturally crowd in. Yeah. Because even if they're trying to keep a respectful distance, they would definitely get close enough to hear. Like, they're not being slick. There's a huge fucking crowd by the end of it. And the way that crowds kind of, like, and circles kind of go is you kind of, you mesh in on yourself. Yeah. And you get, like, closer and closer just through, like, kind of the front people people trying to spread out. And then the back people are coming forward, trying to get a better look. And then everyone squishes in. They would get within hearing range. Uh-huh. Uh, and especially because Jacob isn't going to be, like, keeping his voice down that much. No. Uh, they should be able to hear all of this shit, TBH. <laughs> well, they don't. With the magic <laughs> of <books. laughs> for For plot convenience, they don't. So, yeah. Edward fucking took her to Jacksonville because Victoria was coming back, and that was Alice's vision. Oh, my God. I'm so shocked. Actually, wait. You thought it was the Volturi, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I may- maybe I said it was the Volturi, but I can't imagine. Maybe I didn't say Victoria in the episode, but, like, we talked, like, in the first chapter about how, like, all these big bads yeah. are still there. You might have so, said like, it. I don't remember. We, we we made that episode so long ago. <laughs> we really did. Um, but it's so funny because Bella realizes it and she has another one of these, oh like, God, freezing moments. Yeah. And she's like, she came back for me. And it's like, yeah. Duh. She didn't finish all of a sudden. Like, what are you talking about? Nothing got resolved last book. Come on. Aren't you aware? Yeah. She, like, nothing stopped. Yeah. The last, it's like, it's like Bella knew the last book ended and the next one started. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's like, isn't that plot point done? I can't believe she's back. This is a new book. Yeah, like, why is she saying back? As if she hasn't been circling back right. and back and back over and over again. Yeah. Like, like, she's been doing this endlessly. And fucking vampires have a lot of fucking time, all right? It's not yeah. like she was going to do this for a few months and then give up. Like, she already knew the wolves were all, like, looking out for her. And then she gave them, the, like, the information. Oh, she's after me, actually. And they're like, oh, that's really good to know. That'll help us track her down. And then all the stuff in Italy happened and she came back and what? Just thought, like, guess that's done. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I understand that she has, like, other fish to fry. Sure. Um, but, uh... Like, I understand She should being, be juggling all of this. I understand that she's afraid of Victoria with good right. She's got a, you know, psycho vampire with the intent to murder her. And she's yeah. a puny little human. I get that. But the shock and sudden, like, hyperventilation of, she came back! It's like, well... It's like, shut the fuck yeah, up! You know... <laughs> Like, she starts, like, crying. 
Yeah, she, oh my God. And I think, but I think, I will say, I think that part of the tears are probably because it's been hidden from her. Yeah. I think it's kind of like this shock of her boyfriend and Jacob having this argument. Her finding out something that's very, like, it's something really dangerous is Uh still around. And also that it had been being held from her for so long. And although, okay. Edward and Jacob have this back and forth about, like, Jacob's like, why haven't you told her? Yes. And Edward's, like, leave, like, uh, and he's kind of, like, not really giving an answer. Yeah. And being, like, she didn't need to, like, he said, like, why should she be frightened when she was never in danger? Right. And Jacob Uh, says. Because she has a fucking right to her. No. (laughs) Yeah. And Jacob says, better frightened than lied to. And I'm, like, so true. So true. She's not a child. She should be able to make her own informed decisions about her own safety. Like, if it had come from a place of, Alice saw a vision of Victoria coming, we have these tickets to go to Jacksonville, I want to get you out of town for the weekend for safety, like, then she could be like, okay, that sounds reasonable, you know? Yeah. I mean, and even if she, like, and also, like, he should just fucking tell her. She should know it's a threat to her life, even if he thinks that she's never going to be in danger. She deserves to know. And she didn't deserves to know for Charlie's sake yeah. as well because that's she mentions that again that he uh, she could be going after him as well. Yep, and that's not fair to her to like not let her know about this. It's ridiculous. Like it doesn't yeah, matter. So even though Jacob's kind of being a douchebag right now, I am on his side yes. in terms of like his opinion. Like mm-hmm. this is again like I don't like either of these men, <laughs> but like in this I, instance, generally I tend to agree right. with. Yeah, I tend to agree with Jacob's opinions on Bella and, like, her freedom. Yes. (laughs) Because Edward is so ridiculously protective and, like, just denies her the right to know things that she should know. Uh Whereas Jacob would never do that. Like, Bella mentions that, like, something Jacob wouldn't have kept from me, but something Edward didn't want me to know. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Edward is, like, saying, like, oh, like... I'm keeping her safe. I'm what's good for her, blah, blah, blah. And then Jacob's like, huh, you know, I actually have a pretty good memory from from that time that you promised <laughs> to keep her safe. And then he, like, thinks real hard. Like, he puts on a thinking face really, really hard. And then Edward, like, flinches and he's like, oh, no, stop that. <laughs> and I just, like, all I can think is, like, Jacob's just like, thinking of all his fucking wet dreams featuring Bella, and he's like, I have a good memory. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Here's me making but, yeah, out with maybe. your girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, the whole thing about, like, you think hurting her is better than protecting her, which he, like, and he's, like, wiping her tears away in this, like, I'm right, holier-than-thou uh-huh. sort of thing. And it's like, no, she's in fucking shock because she's been told so late and people have been in danger and she has been in danger without her knowing. Like, that is not a your right thing. And you should also, you should also never weaponize some, like, her sadness against somebody else. No. Like, ugh, it's just so gross. And also, like, Jacob is right. She is tougher than he thinks. And she has been through some shit. Yeah. And that doesn't mean, like, she should continue to be sad, but it means that she has the ability to do these things, she doesn't need to be protected like she's a child. Yeah. And, like, taken away from these things. Ugh. She's gone through some hard shit. She knows, like, 
how to handle herself, yeah. even if, like, her initial reaction is tears, like, okay, probably so would mine be. That doesn't mean <laughs> I don't want to know or, like, I yeah. should be protected like a 10-year-old. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know. And besides, she's been giving sex talks since she's eight. So, like, so I don't know. She knows shit, okay? <laughs> like, she's not a child. Thank you very much. Thank you. But it's, yeah, it's like the child thing because, yeah, like when kids are like little and say like, you know, a relative is in the hospital, you just, you, you don't say like, well, this is what happened and, you know, there's a really risk, high risk of them dying and like, they might not live and blah, blah, blah. You say, well, the doctors are going to try and fix them. So like, you know, they're in good hands. Like hospitals are safe places, you know, like you say like a very comforting thing and you Mm -hmm. don't tell them the whole truth because they're little and they don't need to worry about things uh yet yeah yet <laughs> exactly <laughs> but she's not a child she's literally a fucking adult <laughs> yeah it's out of ridiculous out of these these two boys she is legally an adult <laughs> yeah um that's so true like i mean even though edward is like a hundred and whatever she's technically like she's the one eight. yeah she's, she's the eldest of all three of them yes <laughs> <laughs> cut her some slack bro <laughs> Um, I, dick move by Jacob, but also so funny. Yes. Like, this whole bringing up this memory Uh and, like, fixating his face and thinking about it really really hard to make Edward feel bad. It's like psychic damage. This is the best way of weapon. Yes, literally (laughs) psychic damage. And it's the best way of weaponizing Edward's ability back on him because he knows he can read his mind. It's smart. And he's like, okay, you can read my mind? All right, let me show you some shit they are not going to like. Maybe you'll... (laughs) buzz off <laughs> it's so funny it's really good it's really great um so finally the principal starts coming out and shooing people away oh wait no but he oh. goes sorry jacob is also like she's like stop doing that and he's like sure it's his own fault he doesn't like the things i remember yeah <laughs> he just has so many sassy lines and then he, she also says that he smiles at her impishly, like a kid caught doing yeah. something he knows he shouldn't by someone who he knows won't punish him. And I'm like, that is such a, like, That's a perfect. true... Yes. <laughs> like, that is what has happened here. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, so good. It's but, yeah. amazing. But, yeah, so the principal starts coming out, like, to shoo people away. Oh, and they have this moment, Bella and Jacob, where she's like, he says, like, oh, like, you should come visit when you have the chance. If he ever, like, lets you, I really miss you. And Aww. she's like, oh, like, you know, it's just sort of hard. Hard being Edward won't fucking let her. Like, she wants to. Like, God. Um, and he sort of gets in, like, a pouty of, like, yeah, whatever. Like, who needs friends is what he says. <laughs> Which, like... <sighs> On one hand, yeah, like, it's like, oh, like, thanks a lot. Like, I'm, I'm extending this, like, hey, you should come visit me, and you're shutting that down. But on the other hand, the audacity of him to say that after he's the one who started ignoring her calls for yeah eight, for ages. And then being like, who needs friends? I can't believe you'd do this to me. It's like, you're the one who shut her down first. <laughs> yeah, like, I get you are now extending the olive branch, but, like, it is possible to be too little too late, bestie. Yeah. Especially based on how much of a dick you've been. Um, oh, these children. It's, they're dumbass idiots. Yeah. Um, and I love that Jacob's, like, 
He doesn't fucking let you do anything, does he? Uh-huh. If you want to have a life again, come hang out with me. I got your motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know what this persona is that Jacob is developing, but it's hilarious. It's really funny. Because, like, and I know that we're supposed to take him seriously because she talks about how everyone's kind of, like, looking at him. And they find him intimidating. Yeah. Um, like, she's realizing that people are, like, afraid of Jacob because, uh, he's, he looks dangerous and, like, you know, yeah, has a motorcycle, yeah. he's super buff and tall. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's 16 and she just knows him as, like, Jacob. And she's he's like, sort okay. of, like, standing there, like, glowering around himself, you know? Just yeah, like, and he has this, like, aura yeah. of him that's, like, Stay he's away. definitely putting it on. Yeah. To an extent. But it is just kind of, like, interesting. Uh, but also then, like... Me reading this, I'm, like, laughing. Yeah. Even I'm supposed to be, like, intimidated by him. Yeah. He's, like, he's, like, the, you know, the beware of dog sign sort of thing is outside, <laughs> and you hear big barking, and then you, like, look behind the sign, and you're, like, that's a puppy right there. Like, I'm gonna rub that puppy's belly, and he's gonna roll over, and there is nothing yeah. threatening here. <laughs> exactly. It's, like, beware of dog, and it's just, like, a really low-voiced <laughs> chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jacob's like a really better than a chihuahua. chihuahua. Okay, a corgi. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Bella recognizes that Jacob is upset, and she talks about how when he's sad, this always like kind of like triggers her protective side, making her want to go to him and help him. Yeah. But Edward has his arms around her, and they had been like comforting and shielding, and she says that Edward's shielding arms had become restraints yep. because. She literally can't move when he's holding her because that's how strong he is. Uh-huh. Uh, which is super fucked up that she can't walk over to her friend. Yep. Yep. Edward, Ugh. you suck. So they go to English class and they pass Wait, 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 wait. Before what? that. What? Before that. Um, the principal comes, kind of breaks it all up, and, uh, you know, Mr. Green, who's the principal, is like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Jacob and Jacob's like no I don't go here uh he's like are you a new student he goes nope smiling and then he's like you should leave and Jacob's like yes sir and does this like mocking military salute and then like like snarls the motorcycle engine dummy loud and zooms out Uh of there which is so fucking funny what a little asshole yeah. i love this guy he's such a douchebag <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh but um, so then we get the part where um i would argue mm, racism comes into play holy shit because yeah. oh the my principal's God. like hey i don't want any trouble here with your friend and edward's like he's not my friend and then bella describes the principal sort of taking in like oh well you know edward's always been well behaved he has perfect grades he's super smart oh, this probably isn't his friend. Hey, you know, if you need me to call someone to make sure there's no trouble, like, he's immediately going, oh, this person's the bad guy. I need to protect this white guy from this native guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gross. Very icky. Um, And and we'll get some more of that later. Yep. Um, (laughs) They do go to English class. Wowza. Uh, They pass notes, and we get... In the book, uh, little different yeah. handwriting. <laughs> Edward's got, like, this fucking, I don't know, the print they chose is so extra. Like, this calligraphy-like handwriting. Um, it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, thank you. Like, ugh, 
I get it. And I think if I had been living for 100 years, yeah, maybe I would have done this by now. But, like, Jesus Christ, it's so fucking annoying to have this guy be like, perfect calligraphy. Oh, yeah. yes, and I put my little <laughs> flashes on the Vs in Victoria. And I put all this, like, fancy swirls in the J of Jasper. And it's like, I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> It pisses me off, and I know it's a font, but it makes me so angry that someone would do this when passing notes in class. Yes, exactly. You get it. Um, that was the roast of a lifetime. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> so Bella basically is like, hey, give me the full fucking details of what ha- happened this weekend. And they say they chased Victoria along the line, but somehow she just seemed to know like the territory lines and like jumped across the boundary at the perfect moment. Emmett apparently didn't cross the line but paul accused him of doing so rosalie gets defensive of her man we love that um so true and they all stop the chase of victoria to do some little infighting because they're bad at their jobs i guess um and edward makes a comment of like oh like i wouldn't want you here what does he say like oh you're with your luck like the black like not even the black box would survive in a flight like Which is fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah, because he's saying, like, oh, like, your luck is so bad. Like, that's why we didn't want you around. Like, it's much safer for you to just not be here. And, yeah, he makes this comment of, like, oh, with your luck, like, not even the black box would survive on a flight. Yeah, because she talks about, like, Florida was a bad idea. And he was like, I'm not going to send you alone. Yes. Because you're... Just you existing on a plane by yourself would make the plane go down. Yeah. Which is and nonsense. blow into a million smithereens, and even the black box would be destroyed. Yes. And which is just It's so stupid. obnoxious. And she's like, okay, so, like, if the plane was going down, what would you being there make a difference? And he's like, oh, if the plane started going down, I would just fly it myself. Like, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> You've, we've just gone in on this man for having this stupid, perfect calligraphy handwriting for passing notes. And now he's like, oh, yes, I also know how to fly a plane, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, okay, fine then. The engines have exploded and we're falling in a death spiral. And he's like, I've already figured this one out in five different ways. Here is my 10-step <laughs> plan. And it's like, Christ, man. I Jesus. would catch you and we would jump out at the last second and then I'd run us to the seat of the crime. The crime? The accident. <laughs> Oh my god, it's a murder mystery now? It's a murder mystery. And then we'd pretend that we just stumbled out of the wreckage and we're just happened to be lucky survivors. And I'm like, damn, Edward would let the whole plane die, huh? Yeah. Because that's basically what he says. He's like, yeah, I'd I'd jump you out and everybody else would die. Rip to them, though. Yeah, and then she she scribbles out the, what she says is the disconcerting conversation they had just had. And I'm like, yeah, that was a fucking weird one. A weird one. <laughs> IDK where that came from or why it was relevant to this story. Whatever. It was relevant to show Edward's fucking insanity. <laughs> yeah, and he wrote that all in perfect calligraphy. Don't forget that. Yeah, don't forget. Um, Let's not forget. When he was talking about letting everyone die, he put a, like a curly C for corpses. Yes. Yeah. So he was really making sure that it was like very pretty. Uh, and he's talking about the brutal death of all the people <laughs> that would die to his hands so that he would save Bella. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Um, Man, these books are great. These books are <laughs> a ride <laughs> on an airplane that's going down. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, this is a metaphor. Box and I'm eating it. I'm eating it right now. The black box won't survive. <laughs> this... I'm eating the black box. You can't stop me. <laughs> This conversation is a metaphor for how this book series is going. It's a crane, a crane crash. <laughs> like a crane plash. It's a crane plash. That plant. sounds like a new Mountain Dew flavor. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Crane, crane plash. <laughs> All your gamer fuel here. Oh, the new flavor of G fuel. Um, crane plash. <laughs> it tastes like cyanide. <laughs> And it's got a picture um, of the black box on it. Yeah, it does. It has a picture of the black box, but I'm taking a bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the cover image. And it's like really cartoony. And it's like, it'll taste just like this. Um, what are we doing here? <laughs> IDK. I just I just left my body for a little bit. I'm back. Did anything weird happen? <laughs> no, no, no. Everything's normal okay, and fine. Good. That's good. Uh... So racism. I do. Yeah, no, hold on. But first, they finish this conversation. The paper disappears from under her hand because uh, Mr. Birdie comes to check on, like, uh, oh, Edward's yeah. notes. Classic and he Mr. Has Birdie. These, like, perfect notes. Edward has these perfect notes that he, like, pulled out. And it's so funny because I'm like, what did he do with that piece of paper? Did he, like, stuff it in his mouth or something? <laughs> he just ate it. He has to throw it up later, yeah. though. Because his digestive yeah. system does not work. Exactly. He's going to have a hairball. <laughs> In the corner of Bella's room. <laughs> his like, back is like hunting over. <laughs> I think this is like especially funny to us as yeah. two people with cats. Yeah. Um, because, like, I live in a studio apartment, and so when my cat throws up, it always wakes me up. Uh-huh. Uh, and she, like, woke me up in the middle of the night last night at, like, 4 a.m. Yeah, that literally To vomit on my bath mat. <laughs> Bella waking so up. That... Wait, 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 wait. Let me construct a, a word picture for you. <laughs> yeah, Bella's, Bella's sleeping, and she just hears... <laughs> <laughs> and then she opens her eyes... And it's the fucking Robert Pattinson standing there. I threw up. And he goes, I threw up. I threw up. My tummy doesn't feel good. My tummy doesn't feel good. And he vomits on the floor in front of her bed. I'm gonna cry. Oh my god. Oh, I'm in tears. listeners enjoyed me imitating cat hairballs <laughs> dude like surprisingly well okay not surprisingly like yeah, well enough that you know you have a cat yeah. you know <laughs> anyway taking a quick 180 to, to some racism. really problematic language uh-huh. um so bella has one class without edward which is calculus and when she's sitting in there she's hearing uh Tyler Mike Austin. Okay. Who the fuck is Austin? Why are you <laughs> Who the here? fuck is Austin? And Ben, they're all having a conversation about, like, the almost fight that broke out. And the, the fucking, like, this was, like, a slap in the face because the first sentence you yeah. hear 
is my money's on the big Indians. Uh huh. Yep. I'm. I know. Ba- like, oh, it's baffling, right? It is. It is like crazy how recently that was like a thing that you could publish in a book. That is. I a, feel like it shouldn't have been though, because like this it came shouldn't out, have been. This came out in two thousand seven. Um, IDK. I don't know, but I grew up in elementary school of, like, the language taught in school of, like, oh, yeah, like, they're called Native Americans. They're, like, First Nations. Like, that's not the proper word for them. Like, we were already learning that in, like, elementary school as, like, little children. So why was that getting through publishing, you know? Truly, I could not fucking tell you. Like, my generous take would be that Stephanie Meyer is, like, purposefully showing that like this is an uneducated person right who's being a douchebag but i don't know but if we she like trust her that seems like big too big for her britches we you know? cannot trust her for that to be like a writing choice to show the character's ignorance when she has too much of her own ignorance to literally appropriate appropriate their culture for her novel and make mystical like wolf people you know yeah so fucking true i should not even give her the benefit of the doubt at this point <laughs> like i get it uh, you make a good point with different authors i feel like we could definitely easily be like oh like this is because this person is just bigoted or ignorant yeah i also but... think that like a lot of times if there's something like this happens there should in my opinion unless it is prevalent throughout like the entire book there should be some sort of like implication or, like, you know, nonverbal, like, description, like, adding to this idea of this person who said this also yeah. being a bad or uneducated person or a racist person. This Like, would the be fact fixed. that it just comes out of nowhere yeah. and it's just not, it's not kind even of a really thing. commented on. Because even Bella kind doesn't, of like, if Bella had an internal yeah. reaction of, like, flinching at that or something, that would, like, oh, we're in Bella's head and that's what she thinks about this language but she has no reaction to that it's just the yeah. gossip of like haha who would win in a fight like there's no reaction there's no no one in the conversation reacts and goes come on like they use this or like at least say this word yeah. there's no reaction by anybody else so that's why like it doesn't feel like it's like a characterization exactly. indication it just is really icky yeah and disgusting and racist so uh fuck that <laughs> <laughs> um and that really it kind of uh that <laughs> I was about to be like, and that was kind of annoying. Uh, it's fucking racist. Yeah. Um, but it it, it it soured me to this whole conversation because it's actually a funny, it's a funny like, it's kind interaction. of a funny, gossipy conversation. Yeah. But the fact that that's the first line you I hear know. is really just like sours the whole it thing. It really took I'm me just... aback. I was like, what? I don't, what? <laughs> like, hello? Yeah, it was gross. But like, the... Yeah, and then I think because that is used right off the bat, and then they're talking about, like, how big he, he is. He looks scary, and he could totally yeah. kick someone's ass. And it's all, it's like, it, 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 it makes me think of, like, this, like, very racist idea of, like, this, The like, savage. Peop- or, like, and, like, being, like, a specimen. Yeah. It's, like, gross. Yeah. It's really icky. And I think that, like... It loses the playfulness of the conversation because you start looking at it through that different lens instead of just, ha-ha, two people look like they were about to fight. Which one would you think would win? Yeah, and it would it would be funny if they were like, Jacob's giant and Edward's a little tiny twig boy. That's <laughs> fucking funny. He'll yeah. beat his ass. Yeah. 
And then, like, the other guy's like, nah, Edward could be a fucking serial killer. He's way too confident. <laughs> like, that would be fun. But the fact that it started off with, like, a very racist comment. Yeah. And it just it just gives all these, like, It gives everything vibes. else that um, <clears throat> connotation afterwards. Exactly. Yep. It's it's icky and it it's really it's really unfortunate a horrible wording because it just like everything is soured by yeah. just <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> um, Mike bets on Jacob because he just hates Edward on principle for it's really for funny. what stealing his not existent girl like <laughs> they also are like like. If Jacob messes up Edward, and okay, and here's the other thing about this, the wording that is weird about this, is that it's very, um, they more often use Edward's name and say that kid about Jacob, and it very much reinforces this, like, us versus them, and, like, othering and outsiderness, because, yes, this, like, he doesn't go to their school, he goes to school on the reservation, like, I get it, like, it is, but it's still, like, it's, it's, exemplifying this divide in their community um and this like othering of of the Kuyute tribe uh from the rest of the community yeah so that that's another thing and i i understand that to an extent it's just like they know edward a lot better and so they're more likely to call jacob like that other kid or whatever they call him like it's still again because of all the connotation it's like kind of an icky like othering you know what i mean yeah no i do yeah it's unfortunate yeah but i do think it's funny that he's like but if edward got beat up like his big brothers (laughs) (laughs) um and then mike's like no no jacob's brothers are also jacked as Uh fuck (laughs) let's just have a all-out brawl that's what I think. I think that would be cool. And let's get some oil in there yeah. oh and get God. me some popcorn. You read my mind. <laughs> the Ugh. only way we can solve this is objectifying men. Yeah. Um, and you can write that down and quote me on it <laughs> all you want. Also, I just want to point out that um, they wonder, like, why they were even fighting. And Mike is like, I could take a guess. And he, like, looks over at Bella, who's very obviously been watching them this whole time. Oh, my God. And it's, like, it's so, like, weirdly self-aware without being self-aware, where I'm like, oh, it all comes down to every single guy Bella meets wants to be with her. Yeah. Imagine being that sexy and quirky and different. Wow. I wish <laughs> And not like me. other girls. I can never. Uh, I'm too crazy. much like other girls. Damn. That really sucks. I'm exactly like every other girl. <laughs> Um, Damn. really sucks to be every girl combined. Uh, <laughs> With all of my powers of girl combined, I will be the ultimate girl. <laughs> yeah, I am the ultimate girly. <laughs> and I, I do like that they all look at her and she's very obviously listening to them and they're all like, fuck! <laughs> and they all like immediately like shuffle their yeah. papers and look away. And then the chapter ends with Mike just muttering like, I still say Jacob. <laughs> Good for you, Mike. Good for you. Um, sticking to your guns, Mike. <laughs> um, so that's the end of the chapter. That was a that was a interesting. I say interesting, not as in it was very interesting to read, but a lot of stuff <laughs> happened that I'm not happy about. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's like the general vibe of these books. It's just a weird chapter. Like a lot of icky stuff happens, but a lot of funny stuff happens as well. Yeah, which I think is just these books. <laughs> like, it, it really is. I'm sort of coming to terms with that. <laughs> 
that's the end of the chapter. Next one is called Nature. <laughs> Jesus know. Christ, they live in forks. <laughs> what about it is what not about- nature. <laughs> well, <sighs> find out next episode on Unbitten. I'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>